Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Welcome back to a very relaxed Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm your chill vibes host, Marin Kennedy. Jess along. Oh, Jesse is right in my ear. <laughs> oh, you got me again. No, seriously, I'm, we're uh, we're relaxed oh, today. Okay. We're doing kind of a Bob Ross thing. Okay, that's what I'm doing at least. Okay, maybe I'll, do, you, it. I'll you, do it too. You don't have to. I'll, I'm saying yes. I Marin. feel bad now, Jess. I'm not going to make you do. I can't change your energy. You I'm just got to go with. Yes. You got to be honest. Okay, thank. You, For you're once. saying yes. For once, you're making me the luckiest guy in the world. Yes. Okay. I appreciate that. Minute 83. <laughs> um, you thought I was going to say it, but then I didn't. No. Minute, minute 83. God damn it. Minute 83. Okay. So minute 83, it's towards the end of some skydiving. Um, There's still finally. skydiving at the beginning of the minute. Yeah. Um, they're holding hands. Still really nice. They've got the sweeping horns going, um, music-wise. They've so got triumphant horns, you oh, might say. Yeah, triumphant horns. Well, I would say that, that'd be a good band name. That is a good band name. The triumphant triumphant horns. horns. Tm 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 tm. Yeah. Um. That'll be our next project. Yeah. They're holding hands really nicely though, and it's really sweet. Um, and uh, a sweetie, sweetie, a sweetie. It's pretty sweezy. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Uh, Swayze and Bodhi, no, Swayze and Keanu are holding hands and falling fast towards the earth. <laughs> it's very romantic. Yeah. Um, it's like a bro, like they're... I mean, that's the epitome of this movie. Yeah, but it's still very romantic. That's the epitome of this movie. Yeah. They are so romantic with each other. Yes, but they're not holding hands like side by side. They're like facing each other and like, it's very, you know, it's still manly. It's still like... They got like the really right hand to right hand. I feel like we're sending out. Yes, I'm. I am. I am not saying that you can't. I'm just. Uh, I kind of almost wish they were just like side by side, just like, like holding hands, casual, like, casual, looking, looking into each other's eyes. Just, but in this way, it's no, like more of like a facing down. Yeah, no, I love that. That's exactly what it is. It's the love and the tension and the hate all together wrapped no, into one. This is this is what it should be. I'm just saying it would make me laugh. If it was the other way. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, yeah, this is very good. It's It definitely gets at all the different angles of the recurrent relationship. Nuances mm-hmm. and all that. All the little layers like an onion. Oh, yeah. Um, like an ogre, you might say. I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey. Donkey. This is already devolving. Um, so there's some very tricky little cuts that the editor does um where they're tricky, going tricky 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 you clever sausage they're going in between um the shots that are the, of the actual actors of keanu and Swayze, and then shots of their stuntmen um all the meantime the um voiceover of the actual actors mm-hmm. and um we were noticing and i was like why does swayze's hair look so fucking weird in this moment and it's because they do a close-up of swayze and then um they're having this argument about pulling the cord and he says pull the cord 
and Swayze goes to playing a game it. of chicken. Yeah, Swayze goes to pull Keanu's ripcord, and it goes to a shot of you can see the ground, and therefore it's because you can see the ground in the shot, you know that's a stunt double. Yes, because otherwise all the scenes are shot from their faces going up in an upwards direction when it's the actual actors if that makes sense yes it does uh, yeah. yeah and it's it's well done because i didn't notice you know even watching it a couple times uh and you wouldn't notice watching the movie it, it's yeah. pretty smooth but when you're looking at the hair that's the main giveaway yeah. and the face like he has a different facial expression but it's really quick and yeah. uh, it, the way it all comes together just makes it, it pretty, pretty nice. seamless yeah, yeah i feel like the the average person who is not dissecting this minute by minute and not so basically over everyone it. else in the world except for us yeah that we know of yeah um Maybe there's some podcast that like people are doing in i don't know turkmenistan or something yeah. where they're like talking about point break yeah and just uh you know it doesn't it's not in english so we don't we can't search for it but they're doing they're probably doing a much better job than we are they're like so detailed and like so knowledgeable yeah versus us just being like eh we're chill and laid back yeah that's the the spirit of the movie no rules just right no rules just right outback steakhouse Um, when you're here you're family there you go (laughs) you're really alienated family (laughs) that's gonna be that'll be the uh the uh, catchphrase for a fast and furious podcast (laughs) i reveal so Mern's next project is gonna be a fast and furious podcast and i finally podcasting a quarter movie at a time and i finally came I finally figured out what I hate so much about those movies. And it's their stupid thing of, like, the family. And they act like that's the most, like... They act like it's very profound. That nobody in the history of this planet has ever before thought of friends as family. And, like, it's so profound. It's so rebellious and unique. Yeah, they act like, they definitely act like, you know, our bond is stronger than anyone else's bond. No, it's not. But it's, yeah. It's not. Okay. So, stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sort of interesting content you'll be getting on that podcast if Jessa agrees to do it. Yeah. Um, the, the sort of, uh, it'll be more argumentative. Yeah. But I just, I just really like that for this podcast, we have one restaurant's uh, uh, catchphrase. No rules, just right. Outback Steakhouse, and for the next one, it'll be uh, when you hear your family. There you, oh, there you which go. Which was I didn't make that connection. Olive Garden, yes. I think. Yeah. Or like Taco Bell, but probably Olive Garden. Mm. No, Taco Bell. Is Taco Bell is fourth Kiro. meal. No, Kiro Taco Bell. Okay, that was that's the old one though, right? It could still be their catchphrase. I think it's yeah. I, I like feel like they've changed or something. What what uh, is it now? It's really important that everyone knows this. Well, I need to know it right now. So pause the whole thing. Do you know that Taco's Taco Bell's parent organization? It's Live Moss. Live Moss. Their parent organization is Yum, and Yum China. Oh yeah, Yum Yum Brands is a big thing. That's uh, it's uh, I learned that from Patton Oswalt. His bit about the KFC oh, yeah. Famous Bowl. Yeah, they're also owned by Yum Brands, so he talks about well, Yum Brands. That makes that. sense because Taco Bells and KFCs are often in the same restaurant. Yeah, and Pizza Hut. You get a Kentaco Hut, all three in one. Yeah, everything the body needs. Yeah. There's that song that's like Taco Bell, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and a Pizza Hut. That's in the beginning of uh, oh, Super yeah. Size Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It used to be Think Outside the Bun. But Liv Moss. Uh, yeah. Flicker Taco Bell's Killing. Oh, this was from, yeah, 2012. 
Cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, when you're here, your family, no rules, just right. Both good catchphrases, and yeah. I, I'm appropriating them for for my usage. Okay. There's also uh... you don't use any uh, you don't use any like um, copyrighted music on this podcast, but I will use copyrighted catchphrases. Okay. Harder so to pick come up. Come at us. Yeah, come <laughs> at us. Yum brands. <laughs> um. So speaking of catchphrases. Uh, Keanu says, after you, Al- transition. Thank you. After you, Alphonse, um, in regards to pulling the ripcord. So what's that, Marin? What is that? Well, apparently it's from uh, a, an American comic strip, uh, a paraphrase of a quote from an American comic strip called Alphonse and Gaston. Which I believe is from the 1900s. It looks, yep. Yep, 1901. Uh, first appeared <laughs> it's really in, timely. <laughs> first appeared in William Randolph Hearst's newspaper, the New York Journal, in 1901. In a strip titled Alphonse a la carte and his friend Gaston de Table de Hut. So apparently they're... So American. After you, Alphonse, know you first, my dear Gaston, routine, entertained readers for more than a decade. Yes. And that, I guess, is just their thing. That was That's the whole thing. Had you ever heard this before? Never heard of this. Yeah. Uh, it's very old. Like uh, I, I know very little about comic strips in general uh mm-hmm. i feel like it's kind of a dying art form that no one really pays attention it's sad. to i liked comic strips i used to love reading i them. used to yeah kind of but i don't were they ever really funny i mean the far side is funny far side's funny far side also is a little scary i think the far side is probably the funniest and like uh, uh calvin and Hobbes is uh is funny but mostly is just very heartfelt and kind of just like yeah. warm and that's a good one um... but like you get after that, it's there's there's very few that yeah. uh, like. I what are you gonna read? Like orange, and I liked zits. Okay, zits was okay. I would usually I would read zits. Let's see if I can remember all the ones I would read when I got the newspaper. This was when I was like a child. Yeah, and, and I would like go over to my grandparents' house, oh. and they would have the newspaper. Oh, so I used to read it every single morning. I would definitely do. Comics. I would do zits. I would do. Um, did they? Were you ever a Doonesbury kid? (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone ever? Does anyone really understand the comedy of the humor of Doonesbury, even as an adult? I I don't know. (laughs) Like, it's political. I know that. It's like talked about about the Iraq War. I remember and like Uh, making fun of George W. Bush, but he's like just a cowboy hat. Everyone has like a really weird thin face. I had a friend who was really into uh, what, what about Opus? O as we got to bring yeah. out Opus? Yeah, yeah, I had a friend who was really into Opus. Opus, I I never I remember reading them and not really understanding it either. Yeah, uh, this was a. Uh, I mean, I like I like the Simon art. Irving's oh. sister was obsessed oh, with sister. Opus okay. and uh, Rose's Rose. I like I liked the art of Opus. Yeah. I thought it was like uh, the you know, the character is a penguin, right? I like yeah. it looked pretty cool and like it was you know Do you ever... the, the character design was pretty good but I don't remember ever really understanding the humor of it either. Did you ever read that Christmas story that was like the red uh that kid who really wants the red bike from Santa Claus? Um Red Ranger? No, I I'll, I'm just being reminded of a Christmas story where he wants the red no. rider BB gun. No, he wants a like thing. red ranger bike. Um it's a really it's like, good like a Christmas Power story. Rangers bike. No, it's a really good Christmas story. Okay, um, and it's a comic strip. No, but it it uh, it's done in the the art in the book is done in the style of uh, uh, of Opus. Oh, is it the same artist? I don't know, but it's, it, it looks, looks similar. Like, yeah, it interesting. Looks similar. Anyway, that's enough about comics. Uh, so that's where that comes from. Apparently, I guess uh, I remember we had the uh, the quote from the. PSA that we used before, the life you save may be your own, mm-hmm. and this is there's some interesting uh, 
interesting pop culture references coming out of these mouths. Yeah, it looks like it's... There was also an episode of My Three Sons, which was called After You Alphonse. Maybe that's more of what it's refer- referencing. Um, but I would more believe that uh, Keanu Reeves had a, seen this or uh, Johnny Utah. Rather than like a 1901 comic strip. Yeah. That episode was still from 1969. So, At least uh, that's like, what, 30 years closer? Yeah. 20 years closer? 30 years well, closer? 60 years. What? It's 1903 as opposed to 1960. No, 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 I'm talking about like the difference between 1969 and when this movie was made. Uh, it's about 22 years of, of, in the past, so he would have been a very young child when this episode uh, debuted. He would have been two years old, I think. Mm-hmm. No, wait, what am I talking about? He's 26, 25. Mm-hmm. So he'd have been like three. Yeah. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense why he'd be saying this, but whatever. There's also, it looks like there's a Shirley Jackson, Shirley Jackson, Shirley, a Shirley Jackson short story called After You, My Dear Alphonse. Hmm. So that could be interesting reading. Hmm. I don't know who Shirley Jackson is. She wrote The Lottery, right? Oh. Isn't that right? I don't know. Internet? Tell me. It's it's saying it right there. Uh, Yeah, it's her most famous work. There you go. So that could be interesting reading. Who knows? Well, All, oh, the lottery also from 1969. Oh, nice. The lottery? No, no, it's not. It's from 1948. Oh, what, oh I'm seeing. Oh, I, I spoke too soon. That's the film that they made of it. Yeah. Probably like a TV movie. Ugh. Sorry. Okay. Um, anything else I'm you want so to say about humiliated. this minute? Oh, they hit the water. Um, so they're so parish- they're, they're playing a game of chicken. That's sort of the main okay. the main thrust of this minute. What? What? Are you, you calling know. me out on using thrust? You know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, the looks that Jessa gives me. <laughs> she could just have a camera. Just takes that. It could be our, like this episode this is the look she had most of the time for this one and. Uh, the main thrust is the, the game of chicken. They're like holding hands. They're like, you pull out first. No, you, hold on, wait, I'm just getting way more sexual. <laughs> you pull the cord first. And they neither of them wants to do it. And he says they're at a thousand feet. Uh-huh. Which is pretty, you know, that's pretty close. Yeah. Um, and neither wants to do it. But then uh, he says, after you, Alphonse, and then Patrick Swayze or his stunt double, and more appropriately, more uh, accurately, pulls it for him. So he pulls his other, he pulls. Johnny Utah's backpack, so he's uh, forced to deploy his parachute. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like you see uh, Bodie deploy his parachute, but it's very close to the water. Yeah. Which I don't think you can actually do that, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they would have done it otherwise. It looks like he's going to drown, though. Like, I don't understand how he can hit the water with a deployed parachute, and the parachute is huge. And mm-hmm. then the parachute hits the water, presumably after he's gone underwater. How is he going to get back up without getting tangled in the parachute and drowning? That seems like it would be difficult. Yeah. And, how, and like, can you use that parachute again? Do you have to dry it out? Or is it like, do you, can you reuse parachutes? I assume yeah, you can. Yeah, because you have to pack them. Yeah, you repack them. But if it's wet, it would take a long like, time to dry that out. You'd have to, like, spread it out on the beach and, like. Yeah. It's a lot of trouble. Yeah. You know, it's like Come a, on. He leads, you know, Bodhi leads a glamorous lifestyle with the surfing and all that. But there's a Does lot he? of. Does he? Yeah. That's the that's the whole uh, the draw for uh, for Johnny Utah. I'd say Utah. like he leads more of a 
romanticized lifestyle because in glamorous lifestyle that implies like cars and money and ka-ching-ching ching. but he uh i guess there, i think there's different ways to use glamorous yeah. i see what you're saying like he's not rich he doesn't have like you know money and style yeah. but he leads a an attractive lifestyle yeah and it looks cool yeah but there's a lot of work that goes into this you know packing a parachute takes time and it's work you know you, you don't see that part in this mm-hmm. movie you just see the cool part where they jump out the cool part cool not the part that you want to see on the e channel the part they don't show you on the E channel. This week on Packing Parachutes, uh, we see several uh, par- uh, skydivers get ready to skydive, but then not watch them skydive. Yeah, it's a Zoolander quote. Okay. See the real world of modeling that they don't show you on the E channel. <laughs> okay. And I make that quote all the time, and people don't get it. Oh, I'm sorry. I disappointed okay. you. I guess you just don't have Zoolander in your head. I don't have Zoolander. I used to be able to like, quote that movie from start to finish. Yeah, you have Zoolander quotes. You have a... Uh, um, Royal Tenenbaums quotes that yeah. I don't get because I've only seen that movie a couple times instead of like 20. That's a blasphemy, Marin. How many times do you think you've seen it? I mean, probably, probably like 20. Yeah. Okay, 20. That's I'll a good amount. 20. Yeah. I say probably from the age of 11 to 11 was when I first saw it to now or maybe to like five years ago. I probably watched it once a year. Um, nice. like twice a year, maybe. That's a good amount. Yeah. Is it that's the movie you've seen the most of any movie? No. What I've, would you say is the number one that I've seen the most? Mm-hmm. The most times. Maybe that actually. I don't know. What about you? I mean, probably Star Wars or one of the Star Wars movies, okay. the originals. Probably because I saw those from an early age and I still revisit them. So that that's got to be it. Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Oh, nice. But you'd only watch that once a year, right? But for like my entire life. But you're you're 26, so that wouldn't be that much more than Royal Tenenbaums. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, yeah, good good choices for watching a lot. Mm. Yeah, I suppose it would be Star Wars. uh, I wish I had a more interesting answer. I usually don't don't like watching movies that uh, on repeat too much. What about TV shows? Every once in a while. I'll re I'll revisit like uh, Battlestar Galactica a lot or Friday Night Lights. Sometimes I just, just watch an episode every now and then. Not not like revisiting yeah. the whole thing necessarily, but just like pick out an episode that I like. That's where we're very different. I mean, you watch like The Office on repeat and and Parks and Rec and just a yeah. this is like company. Yeah. The, while yeah. yeah. While yeah. you're doing stuff. Yeah, they're my friends. That's very common. That's like okay. That's good. That's become a phenomenon, I would say, yeah. especially with The Office. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. It's right there for you. There was a while where I was By like, the way, I just have to share this. A friend of mine, I won't say any of the names, uh, but he, he goes to like uh, the Telluride Comedy Festival. And I don't know what his, his job or capacity is. I, I assume he, he may be performing improv or, or doing some kind of organizational thing. He's not, he's not a famous person or famous. Uh, he is an actor. Um, he does, you know, he does movies and uh, theater, but he's not a famous person, but he is like, I saw an Instagram post of him at the Telluride Comedy Festival, and there were four comments on the Instagram post, and one of them was from Ed Helms' official account. Saying, Are you serious? Yeah, it was from Ed Helms, and it was like, this is awesome, buddy, or something like that. And I'm like, holy crap. Are you just like friends with Ed I'm, Helms? I'm one, I'm one, two degrees from Ed Helms, I guess. And you're also like one degrees from a lot of people, though, I feel like. I mean, I guess that's true. Even when you're, if you're an actor, even at yeah. a low level... There's, there's, there'll be someone that I'm, you know, yeah. 
I just I've worked I've uh, I was in a film with an actress who was just in a film with uh, voice actor Phil Lamar, I don't know who that known is. for Futurama. So you also studied under the same voice coach that uh, Patrick Stewart has studied. I, I, I didn't study with her. She co- was a coach. She, yeah, she's coached me and she has coached Patrick Stewart. So there you go. On, on, on dialect work. But she's coached like everyone in Portland on dialect work. So yeah. it's I'm not that special, but it still feels pretty cool. Yeah. It's a bragging thing. Yeah, you know, it's, it's no big deal. No biggie. I'm pretty humble. Speaking of humble. Yeah. So what's your recommendation going to be for this week? Yeah, we'll just go right to that. Uh, I'm going to recommend Popstar. Never Stop, Never Stopping uh, from 2016. This is the Lonely Island joint. Uh, it's a mockumentary. Um, I feel like a lot of people slept on this movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty funny. It's not amazing, I would say, but it's definitely worth watching. And there's a it's it's a com it's a good comedy in that like there are a lot of good jokes. There are a lot that aren't that great, and you know there are parts where I uh, I kind of lose you know my attention wanders. But overall, it's worth watching. There's a, there's enough good bits to make it worth watching, and the good bits are great. There's also some good you know the, it's the Lonely Island. The they're they write comedy songs and they do them well. And uh, there's a couple really good ones. The the big one is "I'm So Humble," uh, which I just downloaded. I've just been listening to it, and it's a it's a funny song. It's also a pretty good song. Yeah, has a good beat to it. Yeah, uh, it's a good movie if you, especially if you like mockumentaries like we do. Like, yeah, uh, Waiting for Guffman is the crown, the, you know, the, the, the peak jewel. of mockumentaries. It doesn't yeah. get better than that, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, this is Spinal Tap is great. Uh, you know, all the Christopher Guest ones, uh, Best in Show. Yeah. Not all the Christopher Guest ones. He has some that are are not so great, but uh, in high school, I used to quote uh, "For Your Consideration" quite a bit. Really? Uh, yeah. I remember I seeing remember "For Your anymore. Consideration" and just being like, "Huh." Yeah, I think that was the ma- majority of the reactions. I think the only the only lines I quoted were like Jennifer Coolidge's lines because Jennifer she's, Coolidge is hilarious. She's always pretty funny, no matter what. Anyway, uh, Popstar is it's great. It's a good comedy. Go check it out if you can uh, find it. It was on Netflix, but I don't think it is anymore. So uh, just take a look if it's out there. I wouldn't like go hunt it down necessarily unless you're really in the mood for it. But you know, I'm not going to control your life. I want to uh, watch it. Yeah, well, we should we should get it. You know, it's, it's a mockumentary. I, I love mockumentaries. Me Actually, too. speaking, I, I, the the uh, movie that I did with that woman who was in the movie with Phil Lamar later on was a, a mockumentary about how she turned into a mermaid it's super good it's pretty funny it's super good if you see that i think it's playing at local film festivals in the oregon state of oregon every now and then but maybe it's so cute uh it's pretty it's pretty funny and i think i'm pretty funny in it yeah he is um it's really good anyway um yeah that's that's it that's all i have to say about that cool so i'm gonna recommend aquafina's uh my vag um which is a takeoff song of mickey avalon's my dick which i'd never heard of yeah but they're both pretty funny songs actually yeah yeah i was kind of worried about listening to my dick but it it's, it's still pretty good it's still pretty clever yeah my and my bad was uh is good it's a uh, watch the video the video you'll good. get more out of it than yeah it's a good it's a good music it. video it's good uh it's I guess like it's similar to the the it's it's less comedic than the lonely island brand but it still is like it's it's a comedy rap song, I would say. Ish. Ish, but it, it plays more as just a good banging song. Yeah. The best line is, my vag, one best vag, your vag, one best supporting vag. <laughs> it's, yeah, every line is, my vag is great and your vag is not good. Yeah. Uh, it's just basically different metaphors for that. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, they're all pretty funny. 
It's, yeah. Uh, and the, the music video is great. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a little gross, but it's pretty good. Well, yeah, I mean, but you got to go. You got to be. You got to go gross. Um, not like graphically. It's just no. more implied. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we actually we got on the Aqu- Aquafina train because yeah. of Crazy Rich Asians. And she's good in uh, Ocean's 8, too, I which I, uh, I I enjoyed Ocean's 8 quite a bit. Crazy Rich Asians was okay. Great first step in representation. Yeah, great for representation. Okay movie. Um, I'd say a less than okay movie. Okay. Costumes are awesome. Yeah. Good li- good luxury porn. There's some cool sets and, and yeah. costumes. But yeah. Aquafina's funny and uh, she has some good stuff. Yeah. She's presenting one of the Oscars, I think, this yeah. year. So, Which is awesome. Hopefully she'll have uh, some good bits there. All right, that's uh, that wraps it up for another Point Break Minute. Uh, we weren't quite as chill as we set out to be, but you know, mm. sometimes the, our energy gets a, gets a, runs away with us. We're just so energetic. We just get really excited. That's kind of a so kind of our thing. Um, you know, no rules, just right, as we always say. Kind of a catch-all, mm-hmm. you might say. Uh, so makes it such a great catchphrase. So we'll see you next time. I hope you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. You know, just like a five-star review gets us out there a little more. Uh, I think, you know, I, I like this podcast. I think it's pretty good. And uh, if you know someone who might enjoy it, you know, word of mouth works too. Usually I don't, uh, you know, I don't do this part as much, but I just want to get it out there that if you listen to this, you know, maybe give it a review or, uh, you know, recommend it to someone who likes surfing, likes Point Break, likes Patrick Swayze, likes Keanu Reeves. Uh, we talk about all that stuff. So uh, Point Break Minute. And uh, you don't have to start at the beginning. I always tell this when I, uh, I say this when I recommend it to people. Our first couple episodes, we were figuring it out, but we get to like uh, episode uh, past like three for sure. Four and five, we're starting to get it, and then uh, from there on, uh, it gets pretty good. And then the sound quality gets a lot better in the teens, I think. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time on another Sweet Point Break Minute, bro. Woo!